Welcome back to another episode of Pipeline the College. This is your favorite coach and host, Coach Cal B here on the West Coast. If you listen to this, make sure you share this, like, subscribe, do all those fun things. All right. Um, we're going to jump right back into this. This is uh, the second part of the NIL name, image, and likeness series that I'm doing here on Pipeline to College. I will be going more in-depth as this gets deeper and deeper. And each day, we learn more and more about what different conferences, what different universities are doing. And I just wanted to kind of get into uh, today what are some of the solutions that are being proposed and what are some of the actions that universities and conferences are taking to prepare for the name, image, and likeness um, legislation. Uh, one of the things off top that I shared is universities are partnering with sports marketing firms or sports law firms. Um, one of the guys I mentioned was a gentleman by the name of Jeremy Darlow, who uh, has a firm, branding, a branding firm that works with athletes, coaches, and teams. And he also is known for working with Adidas, Nike, Converse, um, uh, Oregon State University. So again, he has a very, very in-depth history of working with teams, coaches, and athletes in regards to branding their programs and branding themselves so that they can partner with companies and uh, get endorsements. So pretty simple. One of the things that, uh, again, this is law. So a lot of it will kind of bore some people who aren't really tripping off the fact that this is law now. Um, we're dealing in getting compensated for entertaining an audience and getting a portion of the proceeds that come from entertaining. Uh, I think it's the easiest way to start to get folks to understand what process we're into now, that when you leave amateurism, you enter professionalism. And the conversation now is, is can we get kids or let me use the terminology that's correct. Can we employ or compensate student athletes so we're talking about from the transition from your high school year into college so as a prospective student athlete the psa can you start being compensated for your your name image and likeness because if i'm playing ball in high school and i want to be able to be popular enough to get an endorsement deal when i get to college or if i know that in name image and likeness is now a part of the deal wouldn't I want to be branded already entering into colleges? So that would be a part of my recruiting package. This is why you want me to come to your school. I'm branded. I already have products that uh, I may sell already. I already may be getting paid by, you know, some small, smaller brand that's going to come up. Just think about it. If you are in the early rounds of working with a startup company and you are invested or let's say you take an equity deal like 50 Cent did, you know, Curtis Jackson did with uh, Coca-Cola for vitamin water. Let's say you're a kid who takes an equity deal and all you're saying is, hey, I'll, I'll be your brand ambassador in exchange for equity. And then you go off to college and it blows up. That's a great deal. You got in for a little bit of nothing. They got you for a little bit of nothing. And now, you know, you're you are a brand ambassador who's also the leader of a company. Um, so I think that that's what they're considering now is how do we go about doing this? Because there's so many different ways that athletes can work with companies to brand themselves and that company. So uh, one of the pieces of legislation 
or I see one piece of legislation that's being proposed is a federal NIL NIL bill, the College Athletic Economic Freedom Act, um, which is, includes prospective student athletes as well as college athletes. So they're talking about everybody being able to get paid. Um, I want you to do in, like I always tell you, do your due diligence. Uh, I'll repeat that again for you. That's the College Athletic Economic Freedom Act. Very important that we get familiar with these uh, terms. We get familiar with the language. We get familiar with the individuals that are either trying not to have these bills go through or advocating for these bills to go through. So we want to make sure that we're aware of the name. So that's the College Athletic Economic Freedom Act. All right. And what they're talking about in that is who's going to get paid, how they're going to get paid, um, how they're allowed to get paid and when they can begin getting paid. So, again, imagine if you're a junior or senior in high school, you're already branded, you're an influencer, you might have the local pizza parlor, or you are a female athlete, and you might have your own lip gloss that you are white label with your sisters and your cousins. I have an athlete who's doing that. That's why I'm using that example. Or you're a young lady who wants to model and you already start modeling early, young, because you live in California. So you go down to L.A., you get a modeling deal to model for uh, Fashion Nova, for instance. So there's all these different avenues because we're in a digital world, all right? So if I, have a, if I have a student who's an artist, for instance, and we're talking about NFTs, so I, I, might, I may be going a little fast forward, but if you have a, a student in a family that's already invested in technology, they're already studying blockchain and cryptocurrency, they're already investing because that's the new wave right now. So if you have a young person in that position and they take advantage of that with their family, how do you approach as a college recruiter to recruit this kid? How do you recruit this child who's already thinking like a professional with their family and you have name, image and likeness and they want to come in and really maximize their opportunity? Can you put a ceiling on this kid's money? Can you tell him, him or her that they can only make up to one hundred thousand dollars or they can't use the money? They got to put it in a trust. How do you break this down? Well, that's what's going to be the breakdown because each school and conference comes up with their own solution to deal with this problem. Okay. One of the companies' name is Open Doors, O P E N D O R S E. I think they're one of the leaders, I believe, in the space right now for uh, the NIL sports marketing companies. All right. They are sports marketing and sports management companies. Now, this gets deep, very, very deep, okay? Because when you look into it and you do the research like I've done, you'll notice that Open Doors has had this relationship with the universities and the NCAA since the conversation began about paying players. So the NCAA immediately, when the, when, when Ed O'Bannon, Sonny Vaccaro got on their soapbox, they immediately transitioned into how do we change the business model for ourselves to benefit our athletes to be consistent with the college athlete model that I discussed on uh, the last episode. So that college athlete model is that students competing against students and there are no professionals. So NCAA's whole mindset is, hey, we can figure out a system to compensate students for competing against students under our umbrella and under the guise of amateurism. So we're not going to change their their title. So to give you an idea of what the NCAA's kind of mindset is, if there's a way we can get you a paid internship, that's what we'll make this like. We'll make this like a paid internship. So when they talk about, oh, you want royalties, you want rights and stuff to 
our licensing. Nah, nah, we're not doing that. But if you go out and you get a deal with Johnson and Johnson for a baby powder line, that's on you. Now, some teams don't want to be like the Spurs. Well, everybody on the team needs to be able to get the same access to Johnson and Johnson because we play together. This is their logic. So if we play together and we're on the same team, why do you need your own endorsement deal? Well, that's where I think the NCAA has kind of fixated on let's bring in professionals because that's what the NCAA does as an association for themselves. The NCAA has relationships, very, very, very business uh, focused relationships with a company called Learfield IMG, or better yet, a parent company called Endeavor, all right? Endeavor is a parent company that ultimately manages talent and media and everything from live streaming to their own IMG. they're, they're They're in control of IMG Academy. And a lot of people think when they see IMG that IMG is just a sports academy. Oh, it's for models, it's for the full business in sports entertainment. It's a full gamut. So you go to IMG in Brandon, Brandenburg, Florida, but it's in Florida. Um, don't give me the line on these folks, but it's in Florida. I'm sharing again this information so you can go look up and start to really see the bigger picture of what's taking place with name, image, and likeness. Your kid can be on the same level as LeBron if you know who to get as an agent. If you understand that this is entertainment business, this is not sports. This is entertainment, sports entertainment. Okay. So if we started embracing that as sports entertainment and in a lot of folks who um, were like the pure love, that was a selling point. You do understand that that was the propaganda that allowed amateurism to continue was that they promoted it as a culture, as a tradition of playing for nothing or excuse me, playing for an education, playing for the tradition, playing for, you know, all the, the camaraderie. You were playing for all that stuff that you could have done for free, but you wouldn't be able to do it at this capacity because this is a university, this is a college, this is a life-changing experience. And, and with that being said, that's why the conversation arises about being compensated when everybody that's participating, I don't care if you're on a tennis team, if you go to a, a, a tournament, Somebody has to pay to get in. Somebody's sponsoring the tournament. So there's someone who's focused on bringing in money. And that conversation now is in front of Congress of how does everybody get a piece of the pie? Okay. So if you're a student athlete and and you're considering that name, image, and likeness is something that you need to really, really invest in. I will be hosting um, my own actual course where you'll be able to, starting in April, to uh, become a member. You pay small fee so that you can start learning about business as a student athlete. You can start learning about the process and understanding how the NCAA, the NAIA, will want to work with you as a student athlete who can be compensated now. Okay? So very important. But listen to what we're talking about here. Open doors. All right? Teamwork. These are companies that are been created just a few and there's a lot more popping up so please be aware um essentially that's what we all are if we're going to be if in fairness because i don't want anybody to think that these companies are the big bad wolf in fairness i think that every company that's a aau travel club that's what they should be they should be a sports marketing firm that has student athletes because that's what img academy is they should be a sports management firm that's managing the talent that's coming out of high school that's in their club the, the only reason why it's not is because folks are getting in this 
And they weren't comfortable saying that that was their objective. They weren't comfortable saying that I want to, I'm getting paid by parents to help facilitate their child's high school career into college or help facilitate their name, image, and likeness, their popularity, you know, while they're in high school so that they can leverage that to get a career outside of high school. So versus us, you know, manipulating uh, one another, we could just be straightforward and say, hey, it's business. This is entertainment business. If your son or daughter wants to participate, these are some of the, the guidelines that you need to be aware of. And this is how we're going to move forward. So very important that if we want to capitalize on name, image and likeness, we have to stop looking at the business as something that's bad. All right. They're child actors. These are child entertainers. And if you want your child to be able to really be compensated for playing ball, you need to put them in situations where they're being trained up, situations where they're being protected and they're being preserved and situations where it's clear that you, the parent, needs to know the business. They're not in they're not in a business relationship with your child. They're in a business relationship with you. All right. Your family. That's who they're in a business relationship. They're not in a business relationship with your child. They're not with you and your child. This is a family business. And so a lot of times when we get to these spaces, we th- we figure it's only my one kid. Why do I got to why do I have to be ethical? Why do I not? Why, why, why can't I not shortstop the coach and say, hey, let me pay you a little extra more. And you put my, my guy on the floor. Why can't I do that? Well, the, the new terms are saying if you can get an agent. You can negotiate your own deal. But understand, if you're playing a team sport, you can ostracize yourself and your team not want you there no more. So that's going to be a very tricky, tricky, tricky space. That gray area of how are you going to participate on a team, but go out and promote yourself individually because you're on that team. Hmm. I think a lot of teams, a lot of schools and conferences need to take a real close look and do a case study on the San Antonio Spurs. I think they're the best example of what team sports and promoting athletes that are a part of a team. I think they're the organization that really gives us the finest example of how to do that in this environment of, of how to maintain egos and how to keep your structure and your foundation of coming to school to get an academic uh, experience as well as exploiting your athletic ability. So I think because every student on campus wants to get paid from what they know and how they're participating at the university and the network that they've been a part of. So if you're dropping thirty five, sixty thousand, a hundred thousand dollars to go to school every year, you want to benefit from that. Um, if you're a student athlete, you are part of that benefit, and people have to understand that your child as a student athlete, whether they run track, rugby, rowing, they're a part of the entertainment that draws other students, the traditional academic student to the school. Cause that's what I do on my downtime. If I can go to a football game, I don't have to be the biggest fan, but it's just a part of the experience. If I can go to a, a tennis match because I enjoy tennis, it's a part of the experience. It's also just like in high school. If one of my friends happens to be an athlete. I can go out and support them and their ambassadors for the school. So understand that that's the importance of, athletics in regards to the student body okay so even if you're not a fan of of sports that's part of how the endowment is so rich is because athletes help promote school athletes when you're in your dorm room studying or you're in the library studying the athletes are going out promoting the school getting more 
attention to the school, which allows for whoever's in the, in the fundraising department to go out and beg for money from alumni and ask from ask for uh, sponsorship partnerships with uh, local businesses and corporations. So understand that the vehicle that is sports provides an abundance of money for the entire student body. Okay. So that's, that's where we can't look at it and say, well, they're just playing ball. They need to respect that they have the opportunity. No, they're a part of the marketing vehicle. They're a part of, they're getting up 5 a.m. in the morning to go work out. They're doing three or four extra additional sessions a day so they can maintain their bodies, maintain the, 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 the team uh, energy as well as complete their work and participate in the academic uh, uh, rigor every single day. So I think that that's something that we have to consider when we talk about student athletes, because I'm sure if my son or daughter goes to school to a, a university and they're doing more than just if they're doing school plays, if they're in the school band, you know, um, but that's their major. Music is their major, and then they are in the school band as well, and they do the things. They're not complaining about that, but I also think that those those students are eligible for compensation, and I think that's what they're looking at, that it just opens up this can of worms where if there's anybody that's helping promote the school and we're benefiting from that, do they deserve to get compensated? Yes, yes, yes. You know, if I'm a student and Microsoft can come and recruit me because I'm a great student at the school, the school is probably going to get paid to give Microsoft access directly to their student body. Come on, everybody. We got to we have to stop thinking so small, start thinking at the bigger picture of how these universities can stay existing, especially after COVID-19. How are universities going to exist if they don't have another way to bring in money other than sports and tuition? So if you eliminate not being able to pay players or not coming up with a, a really smart business plan to pay athletes so they can help promote the school so you can draw in more students that just want to be academic students, um, those schools that figure that out will be successful. Those students and parents that know and know how to target schools that need them will also be more successful. I think it's the same way you need to do when you're going through the recruiting process. Who are you targeting that needs you versus just trying to go where everybody is popular. That I think the name, image, and likeness is going to help kind of separate a lot of that. I know there's a lot of fear in regards to dealing with these companies, but we need to learn about them. All right. So um, please, I'm going to run down these names. Open Doors. So where I want you to go to first, it's called Open Doors. O P E N D O R S E. Teamwork, just like it sounds. Teamwork. Um, you start with those two places. You're going to find out about Cameo, the app. Triller, the app. Um, influencer, which is connected to Open Doors, which helps navigate the process for student athletes so that they don't have to have their apps all over the place. They put in an influencer and they're able to manage who's in contact with them for money. Then it also lets them say, hey, these following companies are in our profile and they want to work with these following schools and athletes. So they're connecting, they're bridging that gap for student athletes and universities and companies. There's like, if you're an agency, you're a brand and you're looking for to work with student athletes in, in colleges, we got the colleges of student athletes. You're going to get in a relationship with us. You're going to pay us to get into this membership club. The school's going to be in a relationship. They're going to pay us to manage this form. So they're the, they're in the middle. Okay. So open doors, teamwork. Um, there's another company called sale. Um, all types of uh, data analysis companies that are partnering together to be able to case study and have the hard 
you know, data to sell to the NCAA and um, the other organizations and to the agencies and brands, as well as the athletes about who they need to work with, what products they need to be pushing, uh, so on and so forth. So I think it's very, very important that we start to dive in and take a, a deeper look into it. All you have to do is some great resources, the Sports Business Journal, um, The Athletic, but just go into your search bar on Google and type, and type in, you know, sports marketing companies uh, working with NIL or type in it. NIL sports marketing companies. Um, and you'll start to, to see it uh, pop up and you'll say like, wow, this is big business. OK, but those of you on Instagram, you can go to a uh, Instagram address and it's NIL network. OK, if you go on Instagram to NIL network, uh, they do a really good job. And I think it might be an NCAA compliance rep that might be behind it. I'm not 100 percent sure, uh, but they give out consistent information every day about the sports law firms that are are partnering to focus on NIL because they know people don't know about sports law. Um, you're going to see sports agents start popping up to represent student athletes uh, and just look for it to happen in the summer. Um, the NCAA has already announced that they won't be doing any, uh, they won't be attending any events, viewing any events until July. Um, but again, kids will be able to send, you know, film and whatnot to assistant coaches and recruiting coordinators. But as far as, attending events they won't be attending any events till july so you just can anticipate that all of these rules are all gonna come to life in this summer of july in june june july you're gonna see these rules kick in from state to state all right there are already um and i'll talk about the next episode who's practicing and who's doing what currently with it who's actually using open doors who's actually uh, going out and getting their own endorsements because there's athletes who have already done it. And we'll talk about some of those dynamics early on. Why are there no basketball players who we know of that are using this clause? Why are there no football players that we know of that are using the NIL? What's going on with that? But there's some volleyball players and some cheerleaders who are already um, exercising their right to uh, get paid as students and student athletes while they're in college. So very, very, very interesting, very, very important. Make sure you're tuning in. Uh, as I wrap this up, you make sure you tune in for the next episode, Pipeline of College. These are short, little quick blurbs. I just want to give you some information, you know what I'm saying, um, to make you think about what's happening and to make you do a little bit of research on your own. Um, I do have a service that I provide uh, that consults students. I wanted to be able to scale and speak to more students and parents. So I have what's called the Pipe uh, P2C Prospect Academy, which will go live in April. Um, and what it is, is you, you drop a fee. And you'll be able to have access to in-depth uh, courses where I go in-depth about how to use your Instagram, how to use um, social media sites and platforms, and how to navigate them to communicate your actual message. If you're on Instagram, you should be promoting something in a business form. Um, if you're on Twitter, you should be communicating in that same manner in a business form. So we'll, we'll get into all of that kind of good stuff and how to use different sites, how to actually use open doors, how to find out more about that. But right now I need you to go do your due diligence, go online, look into the open door site, look into teamwork. Um, just play around with it. All right. Find out what you can look into Learfield IMG, um, look into Endeavor, the parent company of William Morris Agency and the College Collegiate Licensing Company and uh, IMG College, IMG Academy, all this under this umbrella. And they've been in the game for, for a long time. But the key thing is that they made the adjustment 
early 2000s when the conversation about name, image, and likeness came up, the NCAA and these companies already, already, already made the moves and made the arrangements so that they could capitalize on your ignorance, my ignorance, okay? And student athletes would be in the same predicament. It would just look in the feel a little different, but it's the same predicament and we have to be aware of that. And that's why you also want to go to the ncpanow.org to find out how national the National College Players Association, how athletes are thinking about protecting themselves and protecting athletes in the future. Alright, so thanks for tuning in. Um, make sure you check out the third part of Piper in the College series on the name, image, and likeness and uh, be safe out there. Alright now, peace.